0: Hey, thanks for clicking on this episode of Biz with Kiz. It's good to be back. Took a couple of weeks break during August just to recharge the batteries, but now we are back in business with Biz with Kiz. This episode is with James Marshall, who runs his own marketing, communications and PR agency, and he's worked with a host of big organisations and clients, some off the top of my head, the FA, the Olympics wow hydrate 11 degrees the clothing brand and so many more he's got so much experience i really enjoy chatting to him and i am certain that if you are looking for uh, experience or wisdom within the marketing industry then this episode is going to be perfect for you so tune in just before we crack on with the show if you're listening on spotify give it a follow it means the world to me and if you're listening on apple podcasts click subscribe button i'd love it if you could leave a rating if this has brought any value to you and i'll see you on the other side on with the show welcome to the liam kiz audio experience brought to you by equip and this is biz with kiz Hello and welcome back to Biz with Kiz. Thanks for tuning in once again. Uh, I'm honoured today to be uh, with a a past friend of mine who I met at UCFB called James Marshall. He's invited me round to his house, the first ever live Biz with Kiz. Uh, James, you okay? Yeah, pleased to meet you. Again? again. Yeah, no, it's good to, uh, to finally get this sorted and it's good to actually be able to do this out of the house. For me, it's always been something that... I wanted to do and, and meet people face to face because you just don't get the same interaction across Zoom what what no. what what's Zoom been like for you have you had any meetings and and stuff during Yeah that?
1: a lot during um with one of my clients um the PFA through the project restart um it was a lot of Zoom calls and and and, and with all my clients really um some friends as well done a bit of, but some fun stuff um yeah. But it does get a bit boring and my <laughs> personality like yours is is very face-to-face, chatting to people and great that you could come uh, around. Yeah. yeah, no, not many people were uh,
0: welcome me into the home, so uh, <laughs> not a problem at all. <laughs> no, so thanks very much for having me.
1: Well, James, you said that you you have clients and stuff like that. Give people a bit more of an insight into what you do as a day job. Yeah, so I'm a PR and communications consultant basically. Um so I basically get people into the media is the simple version. Um all different types of areas I work on. Um so with the PFA is one of my my main client, one of my main clients, so I do their day-to-day PR and communications uh and I try and get as much positive coverage out about the organisation as possible. Um and then other clients will come into as well, um, I do different things from going out and getting them talent um, um, to a, a boxer who I work with. Um, I go out and getting publicity across mm. print, digital, podcasts, mm. YouTube, uh, Instagram, you name it. So it's a, a, a very sort of variety of yeah. um, sort of different ways I, I try and get my clients out there really it's not no. just your straightforward PR anymore you've always got to adapt to um, n- new things yeah. Uh, whether it's TikTok or <laughs> it's Triller the Mike Tyson fight coming out and getting to know different areas and different brands and getting people engaging on multiple platforms as possible. Mm. Have you managed to convince any of your clients to do a TikTok dance yet? No, not yet, not yet, mate. No, no. I think my, my, my girlfriend does them quite a bit. She, I think she got, uh, she hit the ten thousand follower mark. Nice. Got nice. over a million views on one of her um one of her, her videos. But yeah, it's, <laughs> that's It's, cool. it's interesting. We, we we do we do offer one of my clients is clothing company Eleven Degrees, um, and we we do use it with uh with online influencers and the. The sort of the influencer, uh, the transition from Instagram over to TikTok, I feel with a lot of the influencers, mm-hmm. it's been huge for them. Mm-hmm. If you go on even to the people on Love Island, and, and, and they've got absolutely huge Follow- uh, followings on TikTok already, and mm-hmm. huge numbers and exposure. I feel like next couple of years as well, brands are already doing it, but even more brands are doing it. Um, but they've got to know how to use it correctly. Yeah, it's crazy. We we started it, funny enough, just before sort of the trend or During lockdown yeah. and it
0: sort of really took off because everyone was in the house board scrolling through yeah, TikTok. Yeah. But we started just before then um, and we're, we're coming close to like 6,000, which, is, which yeah, is now our brilliant. biggest social media platform. Which, uh, and we spent the least amount of time on it yeah. in terms of when we started Instagram, Twitter and all these other types of things. So. Uh, it is.
1: You're right. It's really fastly growing in the in the market, and brands definitely need to jump on the uh, the bandwagon. No, hundred percent, and they are. You, you will see a lot of the top brands, and a lot of I've noticed. Uh, I love American sports. I always follow. I feel like America are, are always it's the the country that I always look up to, mm. and 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 all the trends will slowly start coming to the UK and. Even, like, a lot of the athletes over there are already on TikTok, all the big basketballers and stuff like that, because yeah. they they understand that there's massive growth on them, that mm-hmm. platform, as well as your Instagrams, and, and they will use it to, to generate income mm-hmm. f- from commercial opportunities. And I feel like that will come into play a lot more with, with footballers in this country, especially, especially younger players like your Mason Greenwoods. Yeah. Uh, E and Sancho coming through. I feel like that's their era, and they're not as sort of bothered about what people think about them. If that makes sense, yeah, they'll do yeah. a daft dance. Whereas a twenty-seven year old upwards Premier League player probably won't be mm-hmm. seen dead on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. That's probably just a, a a young thing, but it it it's brilliant to see. Young Alfonso Davis is is very. Good on it. I, I I watch what he's doing on it, but yeah. he's he's only nineteen, twenty, but he's gonna be. Um, I seen him out in Toronto play. He's very uh, raw when the, when they played Vancouver. He played for knew he was a special talent but I didn't yeah. know how big he was going to become yeah. um, so he's on it and he's fantastic so yeah. I think a lot more English and European footballers will be on it yeah so for, from meeting you previously I know that you're a Manchester United fan know you work there
0: and just on that yeah. celebrity culture that we were talking about with you know future players getting more into the TikTok game Um, David Beckham for me was probably sort of like the first on that celebrity well, that sort of journey of of football, I recently read Sir Alex Ferguson's book and sort of like the battle that Sir Alex Ferguson went through of trying to keep Beckham away from that celebrity limelight. Do you think that's going to be a problem in football or do you think it's going to be a
1: good thing for football with these footballers getting more of this celebrity type status? I just feel like the way the world has gone now, I just feel like the entertainment industry is just gone into the sports industry. Mm. That's my opinion really. It's like you said, Beckham revolutionised the celebrity sort of element of football, Um, most famous footballer in in the world. Um, I feel like with David as well, um, he doesn't get enough credit for how good of a footballer he actually was because he was an unbelievable footballer. Um, When I was growing up, with season ticket, he was what, what, one one of my idols, mm-hmm. and as much as millions of other people, but um, yeah, he's a um, he, fantastic ambassador really for football and yeah. he's, pro- he's probably made football as big as it is now and how commercial it is now and you see the brands like Adidas and like Nike and, and they, they've lived off that and the way they do their PR and the media, it's it's all geared to, around fashion and entertainment now. Yeah, it is interesting. Uh,
0: I'm I'm quite on the fence and I don't like being on the fence because I usually think it's a cold <laughs> uh, yeah. but i well, I've got an Everton season tickets so that I've been going since yeah. I was eight and my uncle um is very old so we were still with my granddad, but he passed away two years ago. They but then they were both very old school football yeah. fans and They're Not of this celebrity, nonsense yeah, yeah. Where We just want players who are gritty and work hard, like yeah. Lee Carsley, Tony Ebbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, sort like David Moyes era of team and Tim Calors were were sort of that mould. Um but now with the celebrity side coming in, where I feel that as an Everton fan, some bar players have, have lost their heart for I don't know, achieving a standard of what we, we used to as Everton fans. At the People's <laughs> Club, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And United is quite a, a traditional club. However, when I speak to United fans, it's quite mixed. So with Solskjaer, yeah. A, lot, a lot of people really like. I think he's actually done really well this season. Yeah. yeah, I do as well. What do you, what do you as a United
1: fan, what's, what's your thoughts on that at the moment? I feel like going back to Everton, they've had a lot of upheaval with their marriages, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, been... And I feel like having worked with a lot of the young Everton players, um, and the, I've just seen Kieran Dow, um, yeah. he's just moved to Norwich City. Yeah. He's, a, he's a great player he? and yeah, a yeah. like, brilliant lad. Um, but he's from he's a of John Joe Kenny um, Ryan Ledson was mm-hmm. there um, they're all young passionate lads there's another young lad coming through now Anthony Gordon yeah mm-hmm. who seems like he, he, he's, he's doing quite really well up. yeah um, so they've always had that and they've always had that youth thing but I feel like because the managers have been switched around since we nicked unfortunately David Moyes from the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it kind of hasn't been as plain sailing for Everton no, a lot just... they haven't gone on to they were, almost, they were in the Champions League qualifying as weren't they but hopefully Ancelotti brings back hopefully like a bit I feel like they're, they're missing a few players and yeah I'd say we're missing a lot of players, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lot of players at the moment um, you've got the new stadium at Bramley Dock is it yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that'll yeah, be amazing be nice. I know Everton's a fantastic place but people move on and here's who's to say now with Sir Alex like would his methods work that well now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like nineties, early noughties, when, when when we were at when we were amazing. It's, a different, yeah, it's a different style. Yeah, it's a different style of football now. It's like with the keepers. All different. It's like David De Gea. A lot of United fans slag like him off. But if I'm quite honest, he probably hasn't adapted his game in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the old blacks and and the um I I Edison I think he's the best goalie in the world. I've never seen anyone like him. Allison, like him. but they're built like Robocop. <laughs> <he can> you <play, laughs> yeah. can play like Fernandinho. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's just it's just they're um keeping on going and it, it just moves on. Mm. Like fashion moves on, it just it just goes and remember mum saying years ago, fashion goes around in circles and was like, Oh, what are you talking about? But when you're older, you know because different fashions come around the older you get, and different trends are coming out. And mm-hmm. that's with football; it, it, it's different. The, the the sexy formation was always the 4-4-2 four, four, yeah, Then yeah, it was yeah. four three three, and then it was the diamond. Then it was like Cam, and then like holding. Mm-hmm. It, it, it changes now, and the goal is a, a, a like sweepers, and it's yeah. just that's just life, and it's just I feel like with with football as well and working with football and and teams, especially at England youth level, I've I've been very lucky to um, win the European Championships with England and win the Under-20s World Cup as as the media manager. So I know what takes a winning team to perform and and, and being like the media manager the press officer there, you're with the team but you can analyse what goes on, you see everything around you and it's, a lot obviously it's talent and stuff but it's luck of the draw as well but it's how you prepare and it's how the manager is and and and, and different things it's Mm. about getting the culture right I'm uh, I'm a really big fan of a guy I haven't met him yet but I really want to meet him called Damien Hughes right he's got a few books of the liquid thinker and stuff like that and I'm a really big fan of how he thinks and how he, how he's an expert on culture and mm-hmm. and he advises these teams and it's it's so important to get that right and that's why you've seen the success of Gareth Southgate do really well and yeah, yeah, do yeah. really really well again next year at the Euros because Gareth's a fantastic bloke he is um, really really nice work with him um, at the FA with the under twenty ones and he's. Um, he asks you how you are, what you're doing, and and knows your job, mm. respects your job, which is really important, yeah. and that just fills everyone with confidence, and relief, and and, and a basic a sense of being there. Yeah. But sometimes the old school football is like, oh, well, you shouldn't be there. We don't do media. We don't do this. We don't do that. Mm. But even since three years ago, the when when we won the um, the World Cup in South Korea. Like I would change my media strategy with the players to something completely different mm. now. Yeah. But still, do your mainstream. But what I try and do is help develop the players by using Instagram or TikTok or YouTube to develop them. Mm. Um, they've got something called like the Rising Ballers and, and different yeah, things like yeah. that. Doing interviews with them. Doing. Um, like Instagram Live wasn't around three years ago was yeah, it true, so yeah. just, it just all it evolved changes, but yeah. you've got I feel like when yeah. I started four five years ago working for myself I thought I can't just do normal print media or get something online you've got to evolve you've and go the adapt and a lot of people I know haven't adapted and then they wonder why like they're not getting the clients or they're getting the success. Yeah, because you've got to adapt and if you don't you'll get left behind. You've got to go where the attention goes. Exactly. Um, yeah. Exactly. Well it's it's interesting because
0: you've got such a, a passion and a vast experience in, in football and sport. Would you say that your sort of knowledge and understanding and passion for sport has helped you in the development of of the way you work for yourself? Have you took any aspects from sort of that environment to, to become who you are and what you're doing today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, being around, I've always been like growing up, my, my mum worked for Manchester United for like nearly 30 years. Cool. Um in various departments. She's worked in the merchandise department, she's worked in um the academy and stuff like that. And it was always I was always in and around the club and mm. I wanted to Worked for the club, which was my dream, and that happened straight after uni, which I was very grateful about. But it was mm-hmm. only for a year and I moved on. But you just get to learn to be in the environment and 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 especially with the England, since being being around world class talent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes maybe you just take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I went um to see um Josh Warrington one of my clients, is world champion boxer from Leeds. Mm-hmm. But he got me on the pads in the like ring um, on Monday, and we were having a laugh. And you just, <laughs> I take it a bit for granted because I've, I've worked with a lot of people like that. But yeah, most yeah. people, there was lads there who were doing a class with his dad, and he just is such a lovely bloke. He's probably the best person I've ever worked with, the athlete wise. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic, and we'll come on to him a bit more later. But he, um, he got the, he's he, communication and his awareness with people Mm. he's so good that he got these two lads in the ring and he did the boxing and you could tell they were a bit starstruck and they were like oh my god but to me that's just a bit of a laugh but it's from a very like early age i just knew that i could communicate with everyone Mm -hmm. so whether it was the cleaner or the groundsman Mm -hmm. at old trafford or one of the players or the chief executive yeah i just treat everyone the same because yeah. everyone is the same, yeah. but people put these people on a pedestal, and I feel like that creates an environment that the players just think they're untouchable. Mm. I, I but deep, but deep down, like the players are just normal people. Football yeah. is normal people, sports so are normal people. We're all very different, mm. but I feel like in sport, a lot of the time, people put these people on pedestals, and sometimes mm. that's not always the best. Yeah. So that's cool. So yeah. a lot of experience of of being around these professional
0: athletes has has created you to be able maybe to be that more down to
1: earth than what somebody else might be. Would you say? When you yeah, have... just just to be yourself. Like I've never really got starstruck. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm there to do a job, and I'll mm-hmm. always be honest with 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 people as well. And maybe the honesty sometimes people don't like it, but then. Maybe that's helped me as well. Being honest to people, and a lot of people appreciate it as well. Um, So yeah, it's just I don't know. I've always been like in and around it. Like I remember in the nineties when my my mum used to take me to watch the training sessions with the players and different things and meeting the. Yeah, European teams watching. You just and then work experience was important as well. Was yeah, around, yeah. I did a lot of work experience at Sky and, and mm. United, and it was very lucky in that way. That, it does help, yeah. Yeah, and I could always speak to people, and I wasn't always shy. I don't know. It's not being a gob shy. It's just. I know how to speak to people yeah yeah but I wasn't I'm very good at school so it's a bit swings and roundabouts really to yeah, be honest yeah.
0: so well it's a but, it's a skill isn't it and, and you know yeah it's something that it's funny you say that but it's something I'm really passionate about is sometimes yeah. I see young people whether it's at a quip or or whatever and they've got amazing talents in what you said yeah talking to people being a personality yeah a bit of a, a bit of a character. They, they know they've got a gift of the guy, They yeah. can guide the conversation at, at a young age, and I had a conversation with a a young lad who I think's great the other day, and he was like, "I'm rubbish in school. I'm rubbish," and he was, yeah. and you could see his yeah, da- he was down about it. As uh, then skills that you yeah. just said, be uh, in my head are being missed, and yeah. sometimes. Can be pushed to to achieve mm. so something like what you what you've done where you're working with top end clients, professional athletes. This young lad might have a skill set like that, but might not believe that yeah. he's capable of achieving that. I think it's a really interesting sort of. But,
1: thing. Yeah, I, I mean, if you probably I wasn't very academic. I went to uni, got mm. a degree, but in school I, I developed a lot more. So I left. I didn't do. I did something at six four. Um, and my mum and dad, we, we lived in Stretford in Manchester at the time, which is a working class area, quite, mm. quite close to United, and then we moved moved to Sale. But my mum and dad didn't want me to go to the local school mm. and put me on a bus for an hour to Knutsford. I massively appreciate that, but yeah. the school wasn't posh, yeah, it was a yeah, bit yeah. like Waterloo Road, but it was a better than the normal <laughs> comprehensive. And yeah, yeah. It, it, it just that teachers didn't, I don't know. I, I, I never missed a day in school. Really, probably mm. missed one or two days in the whole five years. Really, yeah. I love school, but I wasn't. I don't know. It just I wasn't very academic. Yeah, it's I because I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of school. I think school is
0: important. Yeah, because you you develop friendships. You you create your social mannerisms. Yeah. through through school and their experiences and the memories and obviously the knowledge side comes into it as well. My big thing is could there be more emphasis on on them sort of skills. Yeah, it was just
1: P-E-R-E or
0: geography, history, and English, and that was it. And then uh, I was, when I left um, school, I was meant to be going back to the sixth form then um, to do art and P-E-A level. And then uh, my, my grandma of all people came up to me with this thing in the Echo, um, yeah. sorry, Everton Football College, uh, Sports B-Tech and at had that BTEC set. Like, uh, a bit, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm a big Everton fan. I'll, I'll have a bit of that. Yeah. And it was literally two days before I was meant to join um, back with St Margaret, rang up and said, sorry, I'm not going, I'm going to uh, Everton instead. And they were like, "Do BTEC, you can't do that. That's, you, know, you need to do A-levels, that it's well better for you, it's, uh, it's higher, yeah. it's, it's more recognized. And um, I was But like, it didn't nah. suit your... No, it didn't suit my style of learning. Yeah, my was a true as well, yeah. Like, you shouldn't do A-levels because it's, it doesn't suit the way no. that you learn. And what Everton did really well with me when I went to their college was they taught me through football, they taught yeah. me through sport, and I ended up getting grades well higher in terms of like cash points and all that type yeah. of stuff, so well higher than what I could have ever imagined doing doing A-level. And I think it's, it's just really interesting to try and guide people along yeah. the white path and not
1: always try and box
0: people in, just try and be a bit more... Open.
1: Yeah, and I feel like since I was at school or university, one long time ago now, I'm 35, but it's kind of a bit, it's changed massively. And I, mm. I, I, I think, like, when someone says, and it, it irks me a little bit when someone says, oh, there's no opportunities for kids nowadays. I, mm. I'm like, you know what? I'm <laughs> like, they've got everything. There's so like, much opportunity In Manchester as well, like, if I was, if I wanted to do what I do now, there's like two universities in Manchester, UCFB, yeah. a, the 92 one, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that are dedicated to media and <laughs> yeah. like journalism or being a, a, a publicist or, or communication. And you think, wow, that is unbelievable. Mm. Like, there's so many options and this is where there's some times are tough at the minute with, with, with everything that's going on. But it's like, announcements were like oh 25 year olds will be getting a funding and stuff like that to get mm. started and, and stuff like get it easy it's another excuse I feel but maybe yeah. that's me the old school yeah. working mentality of me coming out but I feel like if you're a young person now and you can talk and engage you have got the world at your feet yeah 100% because you can you can push your, per, the internet so, yeah. so huge yeah. so,
0: so many different avenues of, of which direction you could go with it and get yourself out there. And you can get in contact with anyone. Yep. You know, we haven't met they might not reply, but you can get <laughs> yeah, in contact yeah, yeah. with them. That's yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if you send, I don't know, Twitter, 50 messages out,
1: the chances are one person yeah. will, will reply, And yeah. it's all having a cup of tea like we're doing <laughs> yeah. in, your, in your house. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, it's amazing, really. This You don't have to go up and get. You could turn around and sit at home and, Work for two, three, four social media platforms and go that experience. you don't yeah. have to go out and get it now, do you? No you, you can say thing you can do but it Fair enough, you've got to work to, to what you what you have uh, available and the tools you have and mm. it works for, works for a lot of people, but I've always been a massive fan in meeting people and people by people and communications and it does worry me with some of the younger generation that I hope that isn't missing. Mm. I have got a little boy, he's he's nearly one, but I will install into him, like, you've got to meet people, you've got to get out there, you've got to chat to people, but it's kind of a bit like, it is easy and it is comfortable, because I meet some of these younger people now and I chat to them, but... the communication schools are quite socially awkward. Yeah. And I'm a bit like, but you just spoke to me on, like, Twitter it's or... It's weird, because you can do it Yeah, the camera. Yeah,
0: they're not in that... It's a different environment, isn't it? It might be on the own in the bedroom or yeah. the living room. But then you put them in a different scenario where there is people
1: around. And if they haven't experienced that, like it, it does make a difference, yeah? Right? Well, and that's probably why me and you get on, because you're like me. You talk to people and you get on well mm. with people and it's... It, but then again, I'm thinking, well, if everyone's like that and everyone's a bit like socially awkward or not very good, then someone coming around like my son or a young person it's like you, the you feet, yeah. then, and they can talk to people. That's the, that's the best if you can get from yeah. it is mm-hmm. that you're willing to talk to different people mm-hmm. um, yeah. and just go for it. Yeah, it's. It's for because for for me, you
0: know, we we've covered quite a few different topics there of sort of development of a young person, but yeah, you you've got the side where I do think they do need to be pushed in the right direction, but as you also said, with with having easy, I, I do think that that it's an easier well for them to achieve. Yeah, it's making them aware of that and also making sure that they've got that work ethic inside of them to yeah. to push and get go. And I think something that sort of came. Well we we always gave our participation uh, medals out when I was a kid in school. That I was in part of that generation where you yeah. get a medal if you came eighth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I think knocking that on its head and yeah. saying, right, let's, no, let's to be number one thing. That's yeah. it. Let's reward people who deserve to be rewarded because it shows the example to other people around. Okay, yeah. so that's what I need to do to make sure that I that I yeah. get there. Well,
1: you see it all the time liam it's you see young lads and people who or young girls the 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 best at everything everyone calls them the best at school blah, blah, blah i'm going to be a millionaire when i grow up oh, mm-hmm. i'm going to have so much money We i can do this girl. the harsh reality is is when you finish school and you don't want to go to university or you don't want to go to college you've got to get out there and earn a, mm-hmm. earn a wage and if you've not got an education and you've been through the system Mm. You're not going to do very well, are you? Mm. No. And it's it's that mentality. It's that easy sort of oh I can do it here and now. I mean, everyone's not like that. I know some younger people, even like yourself, fantastic work work ethics, brilliant. But some some of that generation because they've had it so easy with social media and different things, and they see people doing really really well. Yeah. Well, these people have had to work for it as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely. It's just it, it's the world of social media has made perfection seem like, attainable yeah, yeah. because we only see the perfect moments on the job, on maybe like 95% of Instagram yeah. profiles, you only see the best moments of that person's life. So yeah. people think that it's constantly easy to do that, yeah. where it's not. There's a, you've got to be real about it. You've got to put the graft in. You've got to work hard. If you need to get educated to go into a certain role, then get educated. If not, and you don't want to go that route, yeah. you're gonna to have to wear your socks off to make yeah. sure that you that you do. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a big thing. And you've took all of the experience that you've had, and you noticed know that you could speak to people, and you were better yeah. communicating, and you took it into what you do. Well, what you did for years in for in football, and now and now for yourself. What would you say are sort of like the, the biggest challenges that you find in, in your work of PR and
1: communications? Bullshitters. Because <laughs> there's, there's a lot, I'm joking with that as well. There's, there's a lot of people who are very good at selling themselves mm. and selling their business, but doing the nitty gritty for a client and a customer. That's not me. always the case, because I, I have a lot of people come to me and say, oh, they've spent a fortune, James, on a big PR agency and stuff like that, and they've just, they just given me a a young kid, and he doesn't know what he's doing, and then they've just left him to it, and yeah. it's hard. And, and it's a bit like, I don't know, with social media as well, it, 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 like you said, it's 10% might be reality, and the rest yeah. might be 90%. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like I don't. I, I'm quite honest, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the time with people, it's a, it's all very showy, isn't it? Sometimes, yeah. and people hide behind it. And this is probably why I've done a lot of work in mental health with the PFA. Oh, cool. And this is, what, and I'm really proud of that. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of the 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 PR and the media exposure I've got for the organisation. I've had a couple of friends who have really suffered bad mental health mm. uh, over the past three years, so I know like very close to me um, about it, mm. and I don't suffer from it, so I, I can't always relate to someone who has, but I try my best to, and I just feel like I can see people online who do it, and it just screams out yeah. that they're, they're struggling, yeah, and it's just all a bit of an act, but... Listen, we don't want to go too deep, do we, but, Yeah, it's just, it's just different things, but it's a platform, again, for people to shout about. Um, I probably need to be better at it, really, but mm. I've always been, um, like, with my role, like, I'm not the story. You're the man behind the scenes. You're, I'm the man behind the scenes. Yeah. Who I, The best buzz I get out of um, my work is getting people in the media. Yeah, that without without like like I got Josh Warrington again the boxer in the New York Times the other day when we yeah, yeah, got maybe. promoted mm. so for me that is like the pinnacle of my job to get someone like him in there and I've only had it probably once mm. twice maybe in my whole career it, it's really difficult but to me to do that it gives me that's what drives me that's yeah, what yeah. like I'm working with a boxer um, at the minute called Dalton Smith, who's a standout GBs term professional. I'm just helping him out. Yeah, I don't yeah. charge him. Got him a sponsor, helping out with the media. And spoke to Sky the other day, um, and he did a Twitter, uh, sorry, not an Instagram takeover because oh, I want to build his social media profile. So he did it on Sky Sports Boxing. But to see him getting better with stuff and coming out of his shell. And if I can work with him and build him up to be a world champion and be perfect in, in the media sorry, not perfect, but be great in the media stuff. Yeah. That's that's more to me than money mm. and stuff like that. That's my passion. That's what that's why I love doing what I do. Um mm. and, and developing people. Yeah. I love that aspect to,
0: to your work because a lot of the time when you come across sorts of communications and yeah. NPR, it's all how can we make it look good? How can we make it look good? How can we make mm-hmm. it look good when, but you're taking a an extra step back and going, well, actually, how can we actually develop this yeah. and make it good instead of make it look good? Yeah, you're developing that person first, and then because you develop the person, it looking good will take it care of itself.
1: Exactly, and money. It's like with the money. Everyone's chasing the money, charging a fortune. Oh, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. money will come to you if you're good. It's not always about that. People yeah, just chase yeah. the money this money this and athletes do as well don't they Mm. but it'll come to you if you have success and you win and keep winning then then all the riches will come to you Mm. but the the thing is it's it's like with some some um like agencies and stuff they will win a client and then pr themselves Mm -hmm. about winning the client yeah now to me, I've never really done that and it's each to their own. I'll never flag anyone off for of doing well but it's like you've won a client. Focus on, get my first focus on when I've won a client is I want to impress them. Yeah. How can I impress them? I'm going to try and get the best media exposure can yeah. for them. I'm going to get the best available out there. I'll hammer people, I'll hammer my, my contacts and stuff to get that out there. Not yeah. to bloody ring up PR week or whoever it is and, so, I guess and so, say well, James Marshall, Marshall Communications has uh, got this, it's fought off uh, fierce competition to, yeah, to yeah, win yeah. The, the claim. No one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PR your, and, and, and look after your brand or your athlete first. Yeah. And, and a lot of it's trust as well mm. with them, especially working with sports people. You've got You've got to have someone who who you can trust.
0: Mm. It's a, it's 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 an in, in, I find it quite interesting with your sort of like philosophy of it because bit yeah. personal brands been such sort a of like a huge thing that sort of came into the the marketing yeah. game over the last maybe five ten years. Yeah, uh, more so the last five years. Um, with with PR, mm. you're doing the personal brand for that person. So yeah, the personal brand's important. But your almost your personal brand becomes the stories of the success of their personal brand, if that makes sense. Because they've done because yeah. you've done the work for them. Yeah. And they've made the success. Your brand has grown on the basis that, of the success story and not of I've won this over this this client. Is yeah. that what you'd say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well well.
1: well it's reputation's it? everything, isn't it? Yeah. So if I'm doing a shit job, Liam, you're not gonna get the Client, are you? No. And I'm publicising myself and I'm sticking some young kid on it or whatever. I'm not you're not gonna get the client. It's all about I like to feel that with my clients they it's the personal touch with them. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I when I see your sort of social media profiles like LinkedIn and stuff, I think you come across really well. And it's never okay. are you right, it's never it's never really about you, it's always about the, the person. Yeah. That you are bringing bringing to yeah. life for. Maybe I I
1: I'll be the first person to say I probably need to do more on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and probably need to do more on Instagram. I think a lot of the time with Instagram, I probably just document the stuff I've done more than yeah, yeah, more yeah of that yeah. It's not really trying to show off or, yeah. or something like that. And gone are the days where you need to hard sell people and cold call, yeah. call people. If you get out there and meet people and chat to people. Not come across as sort of desperate, then you, you will
0: get clients yeah. and stuff. I'd say my sort of view on on personal brand is is that it it can't be a a way of showing off a brand. Yeah. If you buy into a brand, it's because it's going to benefit you in some way. Yeah. So if I get a can of Coke from the shop, it's because I want that refreshing taste yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of Coca Cola. That's why I buy into that brand. If I wear mic or whatever, it's because of the force behind. Oh, I know I'm gonna be able to do sports in it. Yeah, with a personal brand, it shouldn't be about showing off. It should be creating value for that. Yeah, other other person who who could be watching. So absolutely, yeah. If I think there's room to promote yourself if you're doing good.
1: Yeah, that's it. I've seen some more. People do it on, on LinkedIn a lot more. There's a guy I actually watched um, before. It's called Balal. I think he does like social media. I really like what he's putting up at the minute. Yeah, It's always, it's always small, but he's, 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 he's telling you stuff with different trends, and it comes across as, as really good. And, and, and We touch on Stephen Bartlett and, mm-hmm. and what, what Stephen's... I don't really know Stephen. I've met him once, but I know mm-hmm. a lot of people who do know him. And what he's done is remarkable. It's not my thing, mm-hmm. but what he's done on LinkedIn and social media and his talking, amazing, mm-hmm. like the people who are engaging with him and stuff. But he's massively worked on that. Yeah. And I'm sure he probably earns more money out of that than he does his business. But he's just, you've got to give him credit there. And that's the skill. hes He's got a skill there of telling his story. And people like that yeah motivational thing yeah it's like one of my clients while hydrate we've well, just signed out middleton yeah i saw that as well so we've been working with him and we, we, we did the cover for men's fitness with him and mm. um was that with Wild hydrate yeah with yeah. Wow hydrate yeah so um he's he's sort of really like inspirational to people isn't he yeah yeah but mm. he might not be appealing to me and you but it, people are obsessed and fascinated with Ant Middleton and that's mm. why the, the brand has brought him on and um he's a he's a fitness guy as well and obviously with the essay who Dare's wins the show, but he's he, he he's a he comes across well with the motivational side yeah, and knows. that's what people want to see. Yeah. People want to know other people's not misfortunes, but they want to hear that they've done it and it's 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 the story but the reality. you don't yeah. want it too desperate it's got to be raw yeah and i feel like people who do it raw are the ones that you think yeah he's been through it yeah but everyone puts arms and legs on things anyway don't they so yeah that's true yeah it's yeah
0: you've got you've got to bring your story out but yeah again in the right way in the right way yeah
1: but right. that's that's a job for me to bring yeah, my, yeah. my client's story out, especially athletes. Mm. That's where you, you come in with your expertise and bring yeah. that story to life in the good way. Well, it's going back to Dalton. He he, he rang me and said, I'm doing these videos. He's, he's, he's had his COVID test. He was in the room on his own for a couple of days. So he was bored and obviously like that, waiting for the test results. And he told me he did sketching. So I was like, do a sketch and he did said, so do a sketch of Eddie Hearn and make a bit of a laugh out of it, and yeah, he did it. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, a talent there that I know that the Sheffield star will want to see. Or yeah, it's cool. It's it, different, it's, it's, it's yeah. something you need. It's real as well. He wouldn't, he wouldn't think that was that great, but I know that's a good skill that not many boxers would have. Would have. Mm-hmm. So my job is to say, well, that's good, we'll work on that. It's like with Josh Warrington. He has he's got a degree. In, um, is a as dent, a dental technician and works. Wow. So I took the times back to his old dental thingy because I know that story it works and it's just it's just knowing in, in your brain what works as well for people. Yeah, it's seeing that reality
0: side, yeah. isn't it? Of oh, before he was the professional boxer, we fell in love. He was doing dent- dentistry. Yeah. It's a, a match. Yeah, it's crazy. real life story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like the backbone of what PR and marketing is,
1: is yeah. now. And, and he even said it the other day. I brought, I brought someone to, to meet him and he, um, he even said, I, I, I was doing it up until I, I was European champion and some guy came in. To deliver the post and like recognised him, was like, You're the bloke off the telly. You won your fight. He was like, Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Trying to keep a low profile, but he started to get spotted and uh, then he's growing from there and hopefully it continues to grow. So it's just, I love stories. It's great. Anytime anyone says anything, I'm always, or or a client says, Well, we want to do that. Have they got a story? Yeah. That's what the media want. Mm, Yeah. It's a, yeah. If you get to know the person enough, yeah,
0: better you can bring up that story. I think that's where yeah. all of your sort of characteristics skills come into play and in what the role you do. You're good at speaking, but you're good at getting to know the person yeah. to the point where you can then say, Let's do this because you know how it, yeah. it needs to be done in the in the media spotlight. Basically. And they pay
1: me to do that. Yeah. Really, it's not the, that's client, the role. But yeah, they have got to bring the stories out of them. Yeah. But it's not always cool cut and dry there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that you don't get out in the media that you want to so yeah
0: yeah true so you you've been doing this for how many years now is it four or five for, for I've been
1: working for myself for about four or five years now yeah Yeah. yeah. and what, what what would you like to do
0: over the next four or five years is that would you like to take on more clients do you want to expand into outside of sports? Or, or do you do outside of sports already?
1: Yeah, I've done, so I've got a client, a clothing company called 11 oh, Degrees. Yeah, oh yeah, 11 Degrees. You did so, a piece with Jimmy Bullard and Josh Denzel. Yeah, did, yeah, we did that. Yeah. yeah, that was good. So I go out and get them talent through my contacts. Hmm. to Ben Stokes, Jimmy Bullard, Carl Frampton, um, other influencers and, yeah. and, and marketing people. Um, a g- great team. The, the the brand is is growing quickly yeah uh, it's given me opportunity to work in areas like Holland and Spain and, cool and Germany so that's I really enjoy that side of things um, and it, it's different to the normal PR day to day type of thing yeah uh, I work with a company called Wakelet as well um, I worked with them for like the first two years and when I started for myself they're a tech company in Manchester mm-hmm. but um, struggle a little bit with funding but I think they've got funding now and stuff nice. like that but it just—it was just learning different people a good friend of mine at, at, who's a sports lawyer last night starting an agency um, so I'm assisting him with that mm. um, so that's it's just I don't know meeting passionate people I would say meeting passionate people who want to get involved in sport mm. I would say I want to I want to really grow that area Yeah. Um, in my portfolio. Mm. And obviously get more clients, it'd be great. Yes. There's obviously so many clients you can take on sometimes, isn't there? Without yeah. it, 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 but I would eventually like to meet a young person who's right and grow that. Yeah. Yeah. See sense. a skill set and grow that. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, just, just to meet people who like sport probably hopefully get a client in america who knows yeah know. but yeah, yeah i'm just enjoying what i do now and yeah well it's uh, in, uh, in terms of time
0: for or five years isn't that long for for a yeah. business and no. you, you've scaled up really quick you know you double that time i think someone in america is more than a yeah, yeah. You.
1: you never know it's not yeah. it's just a well, off the, the cuff remark up. but it's um no, it's yeah, it's it's going well. Yeah. Touch wood so far. So uh, <laughs> yeah. but but you you've got you can't stand still. You've got if to I keep if I now. stand still and be stale and not come up with ideas for my clients, they're not gonna pay you, are they? No. Yeah. So you just need to keep on going. But I've got some great like Wild Hydrate, love them as well. They've signed a lot of really good people, so um covid with with doing like events and stuff like yeah, that, so yeah. probably out but Kevin De Bruyne, we've yeah. got Grant Middleton, we've Red got Nath. Tyson Fiori, Redna, yeah. Eddie Hearn, um, we're, we're working on a few other um, people as well and hmm. just bringing them all together in a room, imagine that, that that'd yeah. be amazing, or oh, yeah. like doing different things, I feel like it's very important and the brand are very very good while I did a lot of good work with Tyson Fury around giving and en- drinks to NHS staff. Oh, that's great! yeah, So Tyson's um, Tyson's an ambassador but he's very passionate about the drink because of its ingredients and vitamins and the healthy oh, yeah. and sugar free and and, 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 and they're really the educational side is always the owners and the founders and the, the MD are always really keen on pushing the education side. So mm. I to push that as well and just it, it's just it, it because it was small and seeing it grow it's yeah. like with the box seeing it grow it gives me it gives me a buzz to to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. watch things grow and, and, yeah. and help and push it because it's like people are always like well when, when's my next pay rise or when am I doing this when do doing yeah. no just focus on enjoying your work and pushing the person as far as you could do it it's so going back to my days at uh, the FA mm. now I was in charge of getting crowds in yeah, for the youngsters. Right. Now, uh, sometimes I got 22,000 on a Sunday for an under-20s game in Plymouth, and uh, 12,000 for an under-17s game, and that was something that really spurred me on. Like, yeah. it was, I went around Preston putting posters up in student bar toilets. And, yeah. Because I know that people will see that. Yeah. And know how, how, how it works and stuff like that, and pushed it and just hammered people and and like people were willing to help and it, that gave me a buzz. Like I was asked back by the FA two years ago, I think it was, now to do that under seventeen euros and nice. That was like profanity, like going to towns like Rotherham, yeah. different places and, and pushing their attendances. I think we like smashed the attendance record and yeah that. Like, even now, it gives me a buzz. Like, if they said, up, come back, I, I, like a one off thing, I'd be like, yeah, Because oh, I, I, I see it as a challenge. Yeah. And yeah. I want people to come in and I want people to enjoy the game. And if, if you're passionate about what you do, other people around you will be passionate as well. Yeah. Or you hope so. Yeah. So surrounding yourself with positive people massive. is massive. Is, is massive, really. Yeah. Because if they're always negative all the time and you're not doing stuff and they're setting the same ways. You probably evolve into that and you but but you've got to have that ambition and that drive to mm. succeed and that's where it comes by getting an article in somewhere. You you yeah. get you get a you get a buzz out of it. That's what yeah, that's yeah. what I enjoy. Like that's my career and Yeah. Don't know, it's maybe you know, I, maybe I, it's but, weird to some people. That, some I think people. it's
0: really good and I think it it's actually like yeah. a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Uh, you know, see I'm sort of excited about yeah pushing other people up because you know, we and a big talking point that I've had over a few of these yeah. podcasts is, you know, business now is seen as like you must crush everybody, everybody you know, no one yeah. stands in your way. You know, The Apprentice doesn't help on on BBC with, with all that. No, yeah. I don't. But you know, it's it's a much backwards idea of how it should be. It should all be about like what you do. Yeah. Pushing people up. I want to create more. I want to be. Yeah, type of positive energy and force bringing people.
1: Yeah, and and sometimes we do live in a bit of a fickle world. It's like one example the other week. Um, There's this England rugby player. I won't mention his name, Mm -hmm. Um, but he dropped him a message on on Instagram, and um, he came back to me, and I just said to him, I said, listen, I said it's not about. I don't want to earn money off you. It's not. It's not about that. I said you can revolutionise the way rugby players are with your personality I said you need to I said first of all I said have you got APR or communications but no didn't have one so I was like I can help you with it it's you push yourself and then I got I I ran I got him in GQ so I got him a feature in GP like that right because I'm passionate about it I came back to him and he's like oh well I haven't done it yet he probably will do it yeah but I said that I see a massive thing in you that I feel, and this is not an arrogant or big anything, that probably someone in rugby might not be able to see it, mm. but I feel like you could be a really crossover star yeah. where you literally, you could be on news night or Question Time or whatever, or on, a big, or on a big pedestal with other top sports people because yeah. he's got that, that, he's got that, Personality that other rugby players haven't got. Mm. Well, that's that's just a, that's just an example of me not trying to earn a few quid out of it, just because I've seen it and I think who's doing stuff with you? Like, yeah, you might do the odd mm-hmm. bit of media, but you can get your GQs and you can get your Men's Health and you can really push on and you can do some great podcasts. Yeah, and, like do you
0: know what? it's it's crazy. Yeah, or
1: your own YouTube channel because you've yeah. got that character. But, like, it, it's like a frustrating thing. Like, well, why are you not doing it? Yeah. Yeah. But maybe he's not. He's, he, I don't think he's got time at the minute. He's sorting yeah. different things out. Uh, I will, that reminds me, I will try and contact him. I won't bug him, but I just, I can, it's development. Yeah. It's a younger person that I feel, and even if I don't do his media or he gets someone out, I'm not bothered. To see him do well because I know his personality and it comes across really well would be good to see. Yeah, and I just feel like if you just stood still, then it might not happen. Yeah, I, I, but I'm thinking commercially as well. Like. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, because your business brain switches on yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. But
0: in this conversation, we've almost gone like three sixty. Yeah, and it, when I first started, it's a topic that really hits home with me because when I first started equip, it was all about developing young people, developing yeah. young people with the skills that they need, and we spoke a lot about them. Put them on the right pathway. Yeah, it helped you spotting the skills, in, in, in the same way, it's it helped me. I've had people point out their type of skills. It never the process doesn't stop. No, no, no. It and that's where I was. I had to look at my own sort of philosophy. Of like, this isn't just here for young people. The development process needs to be continual. Yeah, students, all adults, old people. There's never a time when you can stop developing. And what you yeah. just said there is you know, there's a professional athlete who has gone through the system. Yeah, yeah. He's still got
1: room to develop, though. It's still raw it's still in raw. the media, media landscape. But, listen, I don't blame anyone, but there's, there's footballers out there who clubs just say, no, 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 when they get to 21. Mm. I've had players who are England, well, but will rather play senior England um, uh, for the team, when they were 21s, I've had players who have played for huge, huge clubs mm. but haven't done any media interviews. Yeah, And I find that remarkable. Maybe it's five, six, seven years ago, but I've, I've, that that still happens today. Because yeah. I still speak to players who are younger and they haven't really been... And it puts them off it, mm. whereas it shouldn't. It mm. shouldn't put young mm. lads off it because they they need to speak to fans. The most important thing in football it's obviously yeah. winning but it's like being like that with the fans yeah definitely um and, and and not to speak to them and that's why social media's all come through and that's great but just encouraging them to do more on it and do mm. more interviews and building the profile but they always think the media's like it like will stitch them up but they won't mm. because and that's probably why gerard and karika have got really good relationships with the media yeah, so they, they were friends with him. Yeah, yeah. So they'll always be looked after. Yeah, yeah. It's so important. some some players did, didn't really speak to them. So, uh, but mm. it's just, it's just, just all different things, really, Liam. So. Yeah. No, your your perspective
0: on developments is is great, and I love the fact that it just sort of entwines what you do with with your work life as well. Is if there was that we spoke a lot about loads yeah. of different advice which could really help people in this, I think. But if you could sort of hone it into maybe a sentence or two, what would be the key thing that you believe has has helped you on your own journey, which you could pass on to somebody else to try and help them create their own?
1: Work hard, don't make excuses, Mm. and speak to people. Yeah. They're probably the three, yeah. Yeah. Work hard, don't make excuses, and and communicate and speak to people as much as you can and get to know people. Yeah. And learn what they do. Become a sponge. Yeah. That's what I do. I never That's stop. Okay. Never stop learning. No, it sounds cliche and stuff, but you, when you work for yourself, I've got a young little boy. I've got a got a mortgage to pay. I've got a missus who likes like nice. Those I like nice clothes <laughs> We yeah. all do like. But it, it's kind of like you've got to work hard and, and, and yeah. because you're doing it for someone else now and, mm. and don't make it oh well uh, well COVID's it and yeah it's people yeah. are struggling but there's always someone worse or off mm. yeah. so you just got to keep working don't make excuses and chat to people pick up the phone if a, if any student picked up the phone to me. And, and said, Hi, oh, James, you're right, mate. Seeing your podcast, blah, blah, blah. Is there any chance of, like, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, Right, I'll try and get you in. Because they've shown something. Because they've something, yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. if they messaged me on Twitter and they'd not really want to engage me in a phone call, that's why I said to you, Come round to my house and do it, because I don't want to do it on Zoom. Mm. Cause you get more of a rapport with someone. It's to, definitely done. And, better. and, and lear, learning about things. But it's interesting, like you said, with the education side of things and just going back to being doing a lot of, um, with our equality department at the PFA and stuff. And I always say, speaking to friends, it's like education is the most key in this area. of trying to push for equality yeah. and diversity. Mm. And it's about educating people. Everyone's not born a racist. It's just it's kind of they're just I think the best thing is to do is is to say a young person and dad or mum or whoever it is is racially abuses someone so for the for the child to turn around and go, No, that's incorrect, mum or dad or whoever it is. They're this and that, they're a person and, and that's where you've gotta they've gotta be stronger with hitting um the educational type of yeah. things to yeah, to sort of help people develop and learn new skills that people are all the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So. it shouldn't be. Yeah, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be something that we
0: have to, but we do have to because there is a need there. Yeah, and uh, you're right. Education is the is the way forward for for mm-hmm. me. For majority yeah. of aspects of like, And uh, when you say education, everyone thinks of school. But yeah, it That doesn't. That doesn't necessarily give off what education is for me. You can educate yourself in so many different ways. Yeah, I'm sure you educate yourself by different platforms yeah, yeah, books yeah, yeah. or books or yeah. whatever. You know, the, we don't have to bracket things in. And I think that individual approach, as you said, is hundred percent. Yeah, is key. So you've you gave us such a a wealth of. Of knowledge and what you what you do, what you've done, the clients, the people that you've meet, the the brands that you've worked with, which for me, I've learned loads loads from it, and I'm really enjoying the the pros- the, the prospect of watching your company grow in the future. I can't wait to Thank see you, what, yeah. what you do next. Uh, for people who might be interested in seeing what what you get up to for yeah. themselves, where, where can they find Marshall on social
1: media? So yeah, it's James Marshall on, on LinkedIn, and then at marshall Comms, mm-hmm. um double m uh, on on instagram um and then marshallcoms.com as well so yeah. if anyone wants to get in touch or wants a bit of advice in pr and communications world or wants some experience yeah definitely get in touch we're always happy to help people and and, and that's what that's what it's about it's we've said it time and time again in this Developing younger people to come on and, and hopefully do better than you. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah, yeah. That,
0: and that's the that's the the thing that is key. Push people to be better than than yourself. Yeah. Stop being so egotistical that it's all about yeah. you. Push people forward. Well,
1: that one, one with with my friend uh, last night. It's like we're very. He's got no ego. He's a very he's a sports mm. lawyer by trade, but a very intelligent guy. We always say, leave the, your ego at the door, yeah. and it's so true, because you get older people who just have this ego, and they think they can have it all, and it's all a bit like that, yeah. but it's just like, let people develop and flourish, and, and that, like I said, going back again, it that's, that gives you a buzz, like, to see someone developing, and yeah. stuff like that, and that's where your story's interesting as well, Liam, because... You, you are younger, and that's not being belittling you or anything like mm-hmm. that. You're young, but you understand. You're already trying to develop in people when you're not developed. Yeah. So I'll take this the right way: like you're still on your journey to developing. I am. You never They're stop learning. Been, yeah. So, but you you've seen it at a younger age, and mm-hmm. the more people like you are helping develop in people, the better. It's okay. also people have to be have to want to develop. Yeah. Again, going back to what yeah. we spoke about, you've got out that
0: drive as well. Yeah. Or well, no, I've as I can I can vouch for the fact that if people get in touch, you do you do get a response back because yeah. I'm sitting here in, a, yeah. in your kitchen. Um, I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Um, I've learned loads from it. I'm sure people who listening into it as well uh, will we do as well. So uh, thanks uh, for your time, mate. Top man. Yeah. Thanks, James. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Remember, make sure you check out at Equip Group or at Liam Kiss on social media. If you'd like to watch this interview, then head over to our YouTube channel, at Equip Group. And remember, if you like our vibe, click subscribe. See you next time for more Biz with Kiss.